Well, good afternoon, everybody. I, it's great to have you with us. Uh, I'm Joe Morgan. The uh, name of this podcast is There's More to It. Today, our guest is Chris Morgan. He has written a book. The name of it is Playing Chase with God, um, and it's about prayer. It seems like prayer is extremely simple, but you say there might be more to it. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And um, I would simply say this. I think that there is more to prayer when you start comparing it against most people's experience. So I would say prayer is something most people believe in, something most people practice at some point in their life, but almost everybody has the experience of I think there's more to that than what I just experienced, which is why they sort of fall off the off the train. You know, it's like they, they maybe they've tried right. prayer and experimented it with for a minute. Right. You know, like I would even say, like a, the story from my life is, I grew up in a house that believed in prayer. Right. We were church going family, so I was around prayer. I was exposed to it, but right. I didn't give it an honest an honest test drive. Right. Until I was probably 16 years old. Right. And I think the key there is honest test drive. It's like when you sure. make an honest effort at what it actually is, then you realize, oh, there's more to it. There you go. There's more to it than what I thought. Right. Which we sort of intuitively already know. Like we realize how could prayer be something that's lasted centuries and centuries thousands of years like people have been calling out to the sky they've been calling out to god right why has that endured it well because there's more to it sure and when you get to that well now it can begin to actually work for you which is the point of why we would even be here talking like maybe we can help some people yes sir you know i think that that's that's a very good point that that everybody needs prayer everybody relies on prayer but but most of the time uh, it's more of a want list that we're presenting to the lord not a thankful list that we're we're presenting to the lord uh tell me something about the book chris how how did it uh, how did it come about give me a little background on yeah, you and sure. and how the book came well i'm about. a pastor i've been a pastor for 30 40 years and uh, in the local church. So obviously my thoughts and my identity and a lot of my life pursuits have hovered around what does it mean to, to know God, to have intimacy with God? And I have a pastor friend of mine. He actually uh, made the statement. This is over a decade ago when I first heard this, but it just stayed right. with me. He said right. when he was talking about in, in, the, in this motif of like the children's game of play chase, which we can talk more about that in a second, but like he right. basically said this. He said, when God is chased, he lets himself get caught. And it was like when he said that, it was like yeah. I took a little snapshot and it just sort of branded upon my brain or in my soul and it just stuck around. Right. And so, you know, fast forward more than a decade later when I decided, I had this idea for writing this book. And... Uh, there were a lot of ideas that were spinning off of the primary metaphor, but the primary metaphor was just this idea of playing chase with God, that when right. we chase God, he lets himself get caught. And so it's like when my when my kids were young, right? right? So mm-hmm. I have three kids. They're grown now, but but back in the day when they were young, the 
you know, the prize portion of the day was when I came home from work and I would walk through the door and they knew it was time that we were going to play. It was like, right. Daddy's home, you know. Right. And so we were going to do various forms of uh, playing chase or wrestling in the floor. But but here's the thing. like what They would ask for the game of play chase, but what is play chase? Well, play chase comes in any variety of forms. Like sure. there's tag and there's right. there's hide and seek. And, right. and But here's the key. Here's the thing. As somebody who was much older than my children, right. if I wanted to hide from them beyond their capacity to find me, I could have easily done that. Sure, sure. But the point of the game right. was that I wanted to be found by them because their delight was my treasure. Certainly. And so I was hiding, but I wasn't hiding from them. I was hiding for them. And I Amen. was bursting with anticipation to be found by them. Right. So this then becomes the primary metaphor of the book of understanding that this is the posture of God towards me, that there's more to prayer, meaning God is invested in this two-way relationship. Sure. And my posture in it is that I am seeking, I'm playing chase, I'm chasing after him, but he's not hiding from me. He's hiding for me. He's bursting with anticipation to be found by me. And every time I find him, something new is being built in the history between me and God. And when you get into that, I mean, that's when you can truly say about prayer, yeah, there's more to it than what you thought. Like you thought it was just this moral obligation box to check and do the right thing and say the right words and you have missed the point almost entirely of prayer there's sure there's someone on the other side of the conversation he is inviting me and you to come to enter into a game of chase and you're like well why does he have to hide well He's not really hiding. Like I said, he's not hiding from right. you. He's hiding for you. Just like any, think about you're, you're, and I'm going on here, not even letting you talk. <laughs> just, you just stay quiet. I'll keep talking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, but here's the thing. It's like, if you think about all of your important relationships in life, don't they involve some level of pursuit? Like Certainly. what, what good relationship, strong relationship do you have where the other person's not invested enough that they're putting some pursuit from their side towards you in the relationship. And then it's mutual, me back to them. Sure. Every married person is a person. Every married person. Perfect example. So this becomes then the primary metaphor of the book and and what the whole book is spinning around, the orbit of the book. Yes. That is telling us there's more to prayer is simply this, that everything you already know about building solid, important relationships in your earthly relationships, Mm -hmm. if you take those same lessons, you can directly apply them to your own pursuit of God, and they become, they illumine the path. They're almost like these shining stones that outline this path towards the knowledge of God or towards the experience of who he is, building a life with him. that right. And that was the big revelation for me. Honestly, probably a lot of your listeners, maybe they go like, you're just figuring this out? You're as old as you are, you're just figuring this out? But like for me, 
I realized I know more about prayer than I thought I did. Right. Why? I just had to begin to apply everything I already know about building good relationships and stop, drop, like I need to drop all of the weirdness that we bring to the table. Right. When it comes to talking to God. Sure. He didn't prescribe that stuff. He didn't prescribe me to sit over here and go like, now how am I supposed to sound like a pastor? When right. I when I pray, how, am I using the right words? Am I saying the things I hear in church? Like, did he prescribe any of that? Listen, right. and I know, listen, I'm, you got me going. So just. That's good. That's I'm just good. rolling. Yes, sir. But like, think about what did Jesus do? Jesus came and he pointed to the religious guys, all the Pharisees. Right. And he said to his disciples, he said, you see those guys praying? Don't do it like that. Right. Don't do it like they use repetition and they think they're going to be heard because they multiply their words. Right. Mm -mm. He said, not like that. But then on another day, right. The children were trying to come to Jesus. Right. The disciples were shutting them down. They're going like, you kids get out of here. Right. And Jesus was like, don't stop them. Right. Let them come to me. He said, why? Because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as them. Such as them, exactly. And so then we, we go like, okay, well then how do we not pray like Pharisees or have religious specialists or religious experts? Right. And how do we just bring what a kid would bring? Excellent. And that's another conversation, maybe for another day. But that gives you like the setup, the start of what's the orbit of the book and why can we say there's more to it? Excellent. Well, Chris, thank you very much. I think what I would like to do is we will we will get into the book further uh, in uh, in our subsequent sessions. Um, but I wanted to give our listeners a a background, a, an enthusiasm for what this book is about and how it can help them. And um, I, I'm looking forward to the next sessions, and I hope that. All of the listeners are. Now, I tell you what, in case they want to uh, uh, get a book to, to sort of follow along where we are, uh, how can they get a copy of Playing Chase with God? Well, thanks for asking. Right. It's a little obscure story. You're really going to have to look for it. Uh-huh. But it's called Amazon.com. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Amazon.com, and it's just under Playing Chase with God, Chris Morgan. And you can get your own copy right there. They'll ship it straight to your door. Excellent. Good deal. Well, I hope that everyone is excited as I am about getting into this book and and finding out that, that there is more to it. But the more to it is not about the prayer. It's about your relational prayers. So uh, look for it uh, next week. And uh, thank you very much. And Uncle Chris, we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. You betcha.